Well, joining here on this Spirit Drive, very excited, one person in studio, one person on the phone from an incredible organization called Walking With Purpose at walkingwithpurpose.com. In studio, Beth Weltlick, and on the phone, the founder of walkingwithpurpose.com, Lisa Brickenmeyer. Lisa and Beth, welcome. Thank you for being here as a part of our Spirit Drive. Oh, it's great to be here. And hi, Beth. How are you? Hi, Lisa. I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> Honored to be here. So, Lisa, tell us a little bit about what is Walking with Purpose. Um, Walking with Purpose is a Catholic women's Bible study experience, which means it's more than just materials that you would buy, or you could, although you could just choose to buy a Bible study and do it at home. It's re- really an experience that we create at the parish level and in home where women come together in really authentic community and both encounter one another in real relationship and also grow closer to Christ at the same time. So there are a lot of things that are happening all at the same time um, in the Walking with Purpose experience. And how, you know, there's so many Bible studies that are out there. Why did you see the need for something more than just, uh, you know, another Bible study? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I've been leading Bible studies since I was in college, and so I've used a lot of different Bible study materials that are out there on the market. And what I found I was often needing to do within that small group setting is I was having to add in a lot of personal applications. So what I found to be really important with women is they want to know, how does this, what I'm studying here, help my life to work better? And I was finding that although we were getting some great information and a lot of really good intellectual information, which certainly is incredibly important, it was there was a lot missing in the sense of how can I bring this into my day-to-day life as a young, as a young professional or as a wife or as a mother. And then in addition to that, another thing that I thought was missing and really was critical to include in Bible study materials was something that led women to a personal encounter with Christ. I think that um, we can do a lot of studying and become smarter sinners who have never actually experienced conversion of heart. And I think there's very little point in that. If I can just be frank, I think what is most important is that our hearts are surrendered to Christ and that He then is within us doing that work of changing us. And so I wanted to write Bible study materials that gave word to that, that led women to that encounter with Him personally and didn't rely on a small group leader knowing how to do that just off the cuff, because I don't think many of us know how to do that. They, they might see the need and think, oh, wow, this woman sitting here, she doesn't, she's really never encountered Christ personally, and I want her to, but I don't know quite how to lead her there. So we've actually worked that right into our Bible study material. This is listening right now to AM 1160, The Quests in our Atlanta Family Strong Spirit Drive. I'm Greg Willits. The number 470-508-1160. If you'd like to make a donation right now, perhaps in honor of our guests here today with us in studio or on the phone, if you'd like to make a donation in honor of someone else in your family or maybe a priest that has meant a lot to you, it's wonderful to be able to look at all of the great things that are showing up on the screen. We had a donor call in and became actually a founding member in honor, Lisa, of, of what you were doing with Walking With Purpose. And so oh, to have founding member $3,600 of, of guaranteed support, thank you so much for that. That's huge. And actually, yeah, I was just instructed. I keep forgetting. I got to ring the bell. So you get the bell over the phone uh, there, Lisa. Thanks for that. Also, Leo and Maria have called in. Now, Beth, tell us about your experience of working with Walking With Purpose. Um, yeah, so I, um, St. Bridget has had Walking with Purpose now for, um, this is our, um, sixth full year. We started with a, 
uh, six week study just to kind of get a feel for, um, you know, the desire, if the desire was there. Um, and we had a tremendous response. And so um, we are in our um, sixth full year of doing it. We run it from September to May and um, have really, we serve um, 200 women at St. Bridget between the morning and the evening session. And it has just been a tremendous response um, and a beautiful blessing to our parish. So when you first found out about it, what, what did you think this was going to be like? Um, well, I was first introduced to Walking with Purpose, um, not at, um, well, at Holy Spirit Parish. Um, our boys were there for middle school, and it was really a great study, I mean, a great story, and the fact that it was, I was very much called to, um, our boys were called out of our community to attend um, school down at Holy Spirit, and we live in Alpharetta, mm. so um, a, a, a great deal of distance, and um one of the gals, um, Katie Kibbe, had brought it to Holy Spirit Parish, um, Walking with Purpose from the North, and that's really my first introduction to it. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, she had asked me to help her in the, um, you know, in getting it up and running, and um, so I did that, and then later was asked if St. Bridget, if that was something that I felt St. Bridget would need. Of course, my answer was no mm-hmm. <laughs> at the time, um, and later um, that became you know, a, a different story. Obviously, mm-hmm. it was needed and, um, and met the desire of a lot of women's hearts. Lisa Brennan-Meyer is on the phone. She's the founder and chief purpose officer for Walking With Purpose. I love that title, by the way, the chief purpose <laughs> officer. And, and that you have someone else who's the CEO and the board chair. But the, I okay. think that a lot of these Catholic apostolates need that idea of someone who the Lord is speaking to in a different way, that, that you see the need and you're trying to, to reach that. You were actually raised an evangelical Protestant. How is it that you were brought into the Catholic Church then? Well, it was an interesting journey. I fell in love with a cradle Catholic, and um, he had no intention of converting. And I really felt nothing was more important to me than my relationship with Christ, which carried with me wherever I went. I would not say I had a really stellar RCIA experience at all. There was so much that I wasn't taught or exposed to, and so it was over the years that I really grew to really embrace the Catholic faith and, and understand it at a much deeper level. And I'm forever, forever grateful to Scott and Kimberly Hahn, Jeff Cavins, Patrick Madrid, you know, Catholics who knew how to explain Catholic theology from a perspective that said, and this is where you can find this in Scripture. And not that we believe that the Word of God is only Scripture, but I needed that explanation in order to trust it. And so um, that made a huge difference as as I went along to just be taught um, really via their, their writing, which, you know, makes me think about what you all are doing and, and with Catholic radio and, and media and all the different ways in which we can learn. And wouldn't it be great if we could all just stop and we want to learn more and like go back to school. But the reality is we're all running around. We've got busy lives and we were taught so often in snippets, right? But it's really formative and it can really be life-changing. And so for me, I was just a sponge, just wherever I could get good teaching, I just soaked it up. And, um, so my true conversion to the Catholic faith was kind of slow. I would say it was over a 10-year period hmm. as I more and more came to understand the riches of our faith. And for a good period of time at the beginning, I was kind of sitting on that trunk of riches because I just didn't even know what was there. It took someone coming alongside me and opening, opening it up and teaching me. 
You know, I, looking at your website, and the website's walkingwithpurpose.com, you have so many different Bible studies. I, I know I, this is the way I am. I go in, number one, I'm not your target audience. It's, it's all about a, a Bible studies for adult women, young adults, and middle school. But when I look yeah. at things, I'm like, okay, where do I start? You know, you have so many yeah. Bible studies here. Where, where's the beginning point? If someone's listening and they want to get involved and they, they love this idea and they think, I keep, I've been wanting a Bible study, uh, how does someone take that first step? Yeah, well, there are a lot of different ways, and you come, obviously, with different needs, right? So you might be a woman who is thinking, I just want to grow in my understanding of Scripture, and I just want to do it on my own at home, and if that's where you are at, I would really encourage you to start with the Bible study, Opening Your Heart. It's our bestseller, our flagship, always favorite. We survey our women every year, and every single year, Opening Your Heart comes out on top, and it's a beautiful study that helps you to wrestle with the core questions that you need to think about if you're going to encounter Christ personally in the context of the Catholic Church. Mm. So you may be thinking, but I'm really actually longing for community, and I feel isolated, and I want to do this with other women, in which case we, you know, we have all sorts of tools online that can help you pull together a small group just in your home or at a coffee shop or at your kid's school or wherever it might be. But where we see the greatest impact is when a woman says, I actually think that this isn't just a need for me, and this isn't just something, a need that I want to see met with my close girlfriends. I actually want to see bigger impact because in our parish, there are so many women who are longing for community, longing to grow in their faith. And those women who don't necessarily need to know the Bible really well, but they need to love women well. We will meet them, and there is a place you can go online, walkingwithpurpose.com. Then you go to participate in the nav bar, and you scroll down, and it says, I want to start a program. If you click on that, we will connect with you and um, guide you every step of the way. We have regional area coordinators who are basically mentors. That's a fancy word for mentors. And they grab hold of your hand, and they make it easy, and they really walk alongside you so you can bring it to your parish. And that's where we have just seen not just impact in the lives of individual women and their families, but the whole parish community can be radically changed when you get a big group of women who are being really set on fire for Christ and then turn back into their parish with fresh energy and fresh fire. And we just see this time and time again. We're in over 350 parishes around the country, and we have about 42,000 women involved. And this is just something I see over and over again. So I don't, it's not an anomaly. It's what happens when a big group of women are on fire for Christ and turn that focus and that attention then outward. Right now we're speaking with Lisa Brickenmeyer. She is the founder of walkingwithpurpose.com. And from St. Bridget's, Beth Weltlick is joining us. Beth, give us an idea of if someone were to join the program locally here in the, the Atlanta area, what would they expect showing up? What is their first step locally? For a participant? <clears throat> yeah. Yes. So a participant, I think the beauty of Walking With Purpose is that they've really, um, you know, taken all all senses in account. So when you walk in, you're met with um, beautiful tablecloths and flowers and food. Um, so it nourishes them um, physically. Um, then we come in a small group setting where they can sit and discuss the lesson. And so it nourishes them spiritually. Um, and then within those groups, we hope that those um, friendships are made, those sisters in Christ that they come to each week, where they can um, really just be themselves and bring all of their um, their fears, their struggles in life, their joys, 
and share them within a small group. Um, that trust gets built week after week, and uh, we just see a lot of beauty happen um, in our in our parish hall where we meet. And um, you know, it's such a contradictory um, idea to our culture now, where Facebook says, you know, put your best foot forward, um, really, you know, look your best, present your best. We hope that those women will drop that mask and come and really um, be be true to who they are and so that we can all benefit um, and all ages within these groups. We had a, um, a woman in her mid nineties, you know, participating. We had, um, we have women just newly married. So within those, you know, groups of 10 or 12 women that are, you know, meeting within um, the tables, there's a great deal of wisdom to be shared um, in all levels of life. But, it's, a, it's really a beautiful thing to come together and to read scripture, to open it up, break word, um, and um, so that the Lord can go deep within their lives. The website is walkingwithpurpose.com, and we're speaking right now with the founder of walkingwithpurpose.com, <clears throat> excuse me, Lisa Breckenmeyer is on the phone, and in the studio from St. Bridget's is Beth Weltlick, who has been helping to bring that program to St. Bridget's, again, walkingwithpurpose.com. I love the idea of having these kinds of studies and this, these kinds of programs available. Uh, particularly, you have the parish-based programs, the independently small run groups, and the individual study. So I would, I would ask then from you, Lisa, for this particular, these three different types of ways of going about it, how does someone figure out what's best for them? Um, well, I think sometimes if you have a little bit of fire in your belly to bring this larger scale, get on the phone with us and, and let us talk, talk through things because we have women on the phone who can really help you sort out what are the obstacles you see, what are the needs that you see around you. Um, and I really love, I, I think it's really a conversation is that starting point of saying, you know, what are your needs? What are the needs of your community? What is a good starting point for you? Um, but I think there really are very few women that feel confident enough to step out and lead. I think actually the best leaders, in our opinion, are the ones who say, I don't think I'm equipped to do this for other people. Like, I want it for me, but I don't know the Bible well enough, and I'm not a good enough leader, and surely this could be someone else's thing. And when we meet a woman like that, though, who does love the Lord, and does love women and does see the need, we actually say to her, you are actually the perfect leader for us because you are a person, one, that's going to trust our guidance. So we've been doing this now for 11 years. We have learned a lot of things the hard way, and we come to you with, with principles, with tools, with online promotional templates. You know, we have done so much of that work for you. And if you will trust us that this is what works, you're going to step into things with far less obstacles. Um, but if you are someone that really, you know, has stuff going on in their life where they really can only do this in, in the privacy of their home, well, that's beautiful. The Lord will meet you there. It's, it's not as if um, Jesus only shows up when, you know, we're in a big group setting. He will meet you in your home. And, and when you open up Scripture, those are His words to you personally. So we just really take the time to get to know where a woman is at to help her to discern whether or not it's best to start small with, you know, a small group in her home or on a larger scale or just sticking to, you know, her own personal study. Speaking right now with Lisa Brennickmeyer, she is the founder of Walking With Purpose as well as 
Beth Weltick, who's joining us here from St. Bridget's Parish, is talking about walking with purpose at walkingwithpurpose.com during this AM 1160, the Quest Atlanta Family Strong Spirit Drive. These are the kinds of programs that we absolutely love to be able to highlight, but we can't highlight these local-based programs without your assistance to be able to continue growing out what the Quest is trying to do. We truly need your financial assistance, and you can be a part of that by calling it 470-508-1160. And I love in particular that right now we're kind of doing two things at once. We're focusing on this national program at walkingwithpurpose.com, but we're highlighting the local area focus that it also has and the the amount of growth that can happen as a result of Bible studies like this. I want to get into that a little bit more here in a few moments, but we also want to continue highlighting the different types of content that we have available on the Quest. And I want you to take a listen to a clip coming up here in just a moment. With all the different programs that we air every single week on the Quest, there's always an audience for, for one of these programs, and not everything is going to match every single person. And that's what's so great about the very types of content that we create for you and that we make available to you and some of it is brought to you courtesy of ewtn radio and some of it hopefully in the future will be content that we are creating here in studio you're making that happen you have made it happen for the purchase of a station you've made it happen for us to be able to grow things out to make things even stronger in the in this area because of catholic radio and we ask you to continue to help us with that by calling right now 470 470- Five zero eight eleven sixty. Again, that's four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. And I want you to take a listen to the clip. We're about to listen to one from Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo. Christ is the Answer can be heard Monday through Friday at eight a.m. Eastern, right here on the Quest. We'll continue our conversation about walking with purpose. But first, take a listen to this clip. There is. I think a tremendous need and a very urgent need for all of us and, and for everyone in the church to see the centrality of Jesus' cross, to see the love that it manifests, and to really understand that our lives are to be a response to this. I have, I don't know how many crucifixes in my office and my house. Almost every wall has at least one for lots of reasons. One is because I don't feel God's love, so I need to see it. But it's also because I want to be reminded of all he's done for me. I have very few memories as a child. I don't have very many memories from this morning, but (laughs) my strongest memory as a child is of the parish church where I grew up and this massive crucifix that we had on the back wall and of just seeing the crucifix on the wall and of knowing, I wouldn't have articulated it this way at whatever age I had this memory, I'm sure, but I know it now, of knowing that's God, that happened for me, somehow I have to respond to that. I just knew that, that that was done for me. Much like we talked about two weeks ago when we looked at the person of Jesus. If that happened, the cross, if that happened, it matters. It matters for everyone and it matters for me personally. If he has done that, there's this great need, I think, to see that that is the Lord who has done that for us in love and that our lives are to be a response to this. And I don't need to see this intellectually. I need to know this profoundly. And the Holy Spirit who dwells in you and me, who's been poured into our hearts, he wants to do that. He wants me to experience that the cross was for me. This has incredible ramifications for all of life. Think of something like forgiveness. How different it is to forgive somebody who's wronged you if you don't know that the cross was for you personally. The moment you know the cross was for you personally and that you deserve to be on there, that I deserve to be on there, and I'm not on there, the one who made me is on there, and he's poured out his mercy for me, 
if I know that, if that's my experience in life, then even as difficult as it is, it flows through me under the people who wrong me. It can't not. Versus the person who doesn't understand the centrality of the cross, who doesn't know that he's first or she's first been loved by God, who doesn't know the mercy that they've received. Then forgiveness becomes this, you know, kind of mental exercise where I'm going to try to stir up enough willpower. And that's not what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is just letting the mercy of God flow through me, the mercy that I've received from the cross, which I can see even though I rarely feel it. Flip back to Romans, Romans 8. This is a chapter which is worth praying on over and over again. This might be a great passage for us all just to kind of soak ourselves in this week. I'm going to highlight just a a couple verses here. Romans 8, starting in verse 15. He writes to us, For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. What fear? Think about that for a moment. What do you suppose the fear is that Paul's alluding to? I think there's two. The first is the fear about God. The spirit who dwells in you, dwells in you to convince you, otherwise, despite the accusations of the accuser, of Satan, that God is not your enemy. He's not your enemy. He's not the enemy of freedom, the enemy of happiness, the enemy of life. He's not standing over you with an anvil just waiting for you to mess up. He's not a cold, arbitrary judge. He's a loving, merciful father. Is he just? Absolutely. But he's a merciful, loving father. The fear that so many of us have, which the devil plays on. We talked about this last week, huh? Especially with all the experiences that we have in life where things go wrong, the fear is that God does not care that he's not interested in my life. I've been asking and seeking and pounding all of, for decades and haven't gotten a crumb, haven't even had the window slide open. And the devil plays on that to say, see, he's not good. He doesn't care. He's aloof. He may not even be there. If he's there, he's there for someone else, but not for you. The other fear, I think, is about us, that I'm either all alone here or perhaps more powerfully that I'm somehow damaged goods. So we sit here and we hear all these great things about the Holy Spirit's been poured into our hearts and he wants to bring us the experience of the Father's love and and I have no problems whatsoever believing that for you. But I'm damaged goods. I got a checkered pass that's longer than a grocery list for someone who hasn't shopped for a month. And we all feel that way. One of the great retreats given in the papal house And you've been listening to a clip from Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo. You can hear more from Father John Ricardo Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern right here on The Quest. Glad to have you joining us. I'm Greg Willits, your host for the remainder of this hour as we're continuing the Quest's Atlanta Family Strong Spirit Drive. The number 470-508-1160. If you want to call in and be a part of this exciting spirit drive to help us to be able to continue raising funds to continue growing what the quest is doing want to also thank simone and bang they've called in with with uh pledges in honor of saint bridget's walking with walking with purpose and we're hearing from other people as well that are so moved by this program lisa uh is on on the phone with us she's the founder of walking with purpose and lisa you know with all these different programs who all helps to write these things surely you're not doing them all on your own um no i do (laughs) Do you really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm the author of them. Yep. So, um, yeah, it's me. How do, how in the world do you, do you crank out this level of content from all these different age ranges? And I'm looking at at your staff, and you're, you know you have young adult women, and you have you know teen women. I mean, how, how is it that you're able to hit this this wide range of people? 
Well, of course, we have to give credit to the Holy Spirit, do we not? I mean, He fuels all that we do for the Lord, and so A number one, that's that's the deal. It, it's Him. But um, yeah, this is this has definitely been um, the challenge of these past you know eight years of writing. Um, I have seven children, and so I've been doing this um, primarily during nap time and getting up really early in the morning and just being incredibly self-disciplined about where my time goes. So um, our youngest is seven, so I've now had a couple of years of kids in school, which has definitely eased um, the, the pressure of the writing calendar. But the Lord is, the Lord has supplied what I've needed, and um, it's just really a matter of setting aside the time and not letting anything bleed into it. And... Um, and the Lord has just faithfully shown up. And I, I do think that my, my background growing up evangelical has served me well. I've been uh, a student and a lover of Scripture since I was a small girl. Mm. And I've, I've read it daily. I, I don't even know how far, far back I would have to go, even in elementary school, and you know, memorized a lot of Scripture. So there was a, a real basic understanding of, of God's Word that I came into this with. And then, in addition, I've done study... Um, a great deal of study of Catholic theology so that, you know, what I'm writing is, you know, is consistent with, you know, with church teaching. And then everything I write, and this is absolutely critical, goes through the imprimatur process. And so um, our ecclesial advisor is Archbishop Laurie um, in Baltimore, and so that's where all of our, all of the writing is vetted and comes out the other end, um, you know, in good shape. And I'm grateful that, honestly, there have been very few edits needed, which I just think is a combination of the work of the Holy Spirit and my real desire that I would never write anything that wouldn't be in keeping. So I'm with, with Catholic teaching, so I'm not trying to pull, pull a fast one, which probably <laughs> helps the, the imprimatur process to go more smoothly. But, um, but yeah, it's been a real joy. And, you know, one of the things, I think I have the best job in the whole wide world because my job is to absolutely soak myself in God's Word and in good theology. And um, and I get to just do that all all day long. And, and so it is it is a lot of work. It has been a tre- tremendous amount of content creation. I've, on average, written a, a Bible study a year. And um, so that is a lot. I'm, I'm not going to, you know, diminish that, but it's been such a joy to spend my time doing that. Speaking right now with Lisa Brennickmeyer, she is the founder of Walking with Purpose at walkingwithpurpose.com, as well as Beth Weltick, who is joining us from St. Bridget's, who's had a lot of experience dealing with this Walking with Purpose program at her parish. What, a little bit more, Beth, from you on how this has impacted your life. How, how has it impacted your, your family life to be able to more regularly be diving into scriptures? Well, it's had a huge impact on my life um, personally, um, for sure. Um, when I first was introduced to Walking with Purpose, I again, I my initiative was kind of just to help, right? And I think that's what the Lord does is just kind of gently pull you in, and um, and then He He really put that desire on my heart um, to dive in more deeply to the Scripture. We're all um, benefit greatly from Lisa's writing and just um, getting to know. Getting to know the Lord more um, through all the scripture passages, which I had never really um, done in mm. my whole life. And so, and really getting that story of God's love for me personally, which again, I had never been exposed to. And so it was really, um, it was eye opening for me. And um, it, 
it was profound in my life. And so I think it's just like, and I hear this story over and over again from women um, in our parish that, you know, once it's kind of like the Samaritan woman, once you um, meet the Lord and you receive that living water, that's all you know to do is to go out and spread the, and spread the good news. And so um, I remember, you know, my husband coming home and, and really just, I couldn't wait to share with him all that I had learned and, and things that I had been exposed to. And I think, and I see that with our women as well, um, that, that joy, it just can't be contained. You just want to share it. You just want to spread it. Mm. And um, so, yes, it's had, it's been a, Walking with Purpose has been a huge blessing in my life on multiple levels, um, from just receiving that, which I still receive so much of the scripture, um, but also being um, just, you know, being a part of that something so much larger um, with our community and just really developing those friendships, but really that sisterhood in Christ, which has also just had a huge profound impact on my life. Um, with just getting to know these women. And we have such a team now at St. Bridget that we laugh at so, you know, well-oiled machine. I mean, mm. we've been doing this, but we, we've we also just watched it grow through the Holy Spirit. Um, and But just that friendship of knowing that we're all there for each other, everybody's working in their gifts and um, has their tasks that they're to do. And when everybody's doing that and um, and and working in those gifts that have been given by the Holy Spirit. It's such a beautiful thing because everybody comes happy. Um, the joy is seen by others. There's really no stress involved in it. And um, and this program is, is just fueled by that. And so it's, yeah, really on all levels, I can say that Walking with Purpose has been a, a, a tremendous blessing yeah. in my life. Lisa again, Lisa Brenneker. She's the Brenneker. Excuse me. She's the founder of Walking with Purpose. Lisa, what do you envision is the long term goal and potential for WalkingWithPurpose dot com? Mm, wow, that's a good question. We we are really dreaming big because there are so many women, and I'm talking women who are in our pews, let alone you know, and certainly millions of women outside our church doors who do not know that Christ's love for them is unconditional. And um, we have an eye on that number, and our desire is to allow every American Catholic woman and girl to encounter the love of Christ and to have the opportunity to get to know His love for her and to enter into a relationship with Him. And so we, um, we've really built out a ministry that's scalable and is accessible. And that took years. And that's where, you know, you were right to point out that, yes, we have a CEO and the work that I do is different. You know, I'm, I'm in the area of content because we've needed to put together a healthy ministry that can allow vast numbers of women to come to us and we can support them. That took time. Um, but we are now in a position where we really can continue to grow the way we have done. You know, we've sustained a growth rate of about 67% annually, and I don't see that slowing down because there is so much hunger, there is so much need, and so um, we are just standing at the ready to receive the calls and to be a support to however many women come to us and, and want to come to know Christ in that way and help other women to do so as well. 
That right now we're speaking with Lisa Renickmeyer. She's the founder of Walking with Purpose at walkingwithpurpose.com and Beth Weltick from St. Bridget's Parish. The idea of having something like this, do you ever hear from guys like me that say, "Well, what about what about me? Where's the where's the men's <laughs> study?" And and uh, you know, it's sort of like the old <laughs> this terrible 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 way of comparing it, but I think about the old secret deodorant. It's like, "Well, why can't I use that deodorant? Why can't I use these Bible studies?" <laughs> you know what? You can use these Bible studies. And actually, we um it's interesting. I've heard so many stories of men who have gotten copies of the Bible study or have used their wives, and I know of men who have encountered Christ personally through them, like have had a total conversion experience through their wife's Bible study materials. And so the content, you know, much of it certainly works, you know, whether you're a guy or a girl. But um, what I would say is real distinctive of Walking with Purpose is that we are really after an emotionally healthy spirituality that takes the heart into account, that takes a woman's um, emotions into account. And instead of saying, you know, bring your mind in here and we're going to form it, we say bring your whole self here, you know, with all your emotions, with all that's going on, with all your baggage. That's where Christ is going to meet you. And that's where we're going to grab hold of your hand in this sisterhood that is built at Walking With Purpose. And we're going to dive into Scripture and find God's wisdom for our lives. And so, I think one of the things that um, I do understand is the heart of a woman and, and what, what we fear and what we struggle with and what causes us to feel shame and what holds us back. And I incorporate that very much into our writing, into my writing. Um, and I don't make that same claim for men. You know, I, I adore my husband and I love my four boys and a lot of the time I really cannot figure them out, you know. (laughs) I can't predict, you know, what they're going to say, what they're going to do. And and I think that that knowledge of of really what we're afraid of, what holds holds us back, what we're dreaming of and desiring most, I think it's important that we incorporate that into a small group experience. And so um, the day that I meet a man who loves Jesus as much as I do, loves the Bible as much as I do, and understands men, I will be very open to seeing, you know, where the Lord might take that. But I am not going to claim that I know how to do that, um, <laughs> because I do not. Well, as I said, we've been speaking with Lisa Brennickmeyer as well as Beth Weltick, and we'll continue this conversation here on The Quest as we are diving into The Quest Atlanta Family Strong Spirit Drive on AM 1160. The number is 470 470- Five zero eight eleven sixty, and don't forget that there's still time to become a founder of the quest. Let the quest be part of your Catholic legacy, and by doing so, here's a wonderful thing: you can actually, by becoming one of our founding members, you are automatically entered into the chance to win a hot air balloon ride or a beautiful painting of the Holy Family. There's an artist whose work can be seen at St. Bridget's Chapel that's created a beautiful work of art named The Presentation of the Lamb. Her name is Sally Kazin, and she has graciously donated a painting for the Spirit Drive. And every new founder and dollar-a-day club member will be entered into a drawing to win this wonderful painting of the Holy Family. So you want to call right now and donate to get an opportunity to win. The number again is 470-508-1100. Again, that's 470-508-1160 to become one of our monthly donors or a founding member. Your time to become a founder of The Quest and have that part of your Catholic legacy. The time is running out. We're going to stop doing that in October as we look at the one-year anniversary of the station purchase. So make sure you're making that movement right now. 
1160. Still more ahead here on the AM 1160 Quest Atlanta Family Strong Spirit Drive. Coming up next. I'm Father Dominic Hanna. The prayer that we are about to pray together is taken from the Anaphora of St. John Chrysostom. O Lord on high, hidden from all creation, you are peace reconciling those who are enemies. You are forgiveness to those who sin. You are comfort to those who are sorrowful. Open the door of your mercy to our petitions and in the abundance of your grace, accept our prayers. Make us children and heirs of your kingdom to the grace of your only Son and his love for all people and through your Holy Spirit, now and forever and ever. Amen. The Quest presents Mom Minutes with Cameron Frad from Among the Lilies. I was at Mass a while back and my child was about three years old and I was trying really hard to keep them in the pew and quiet. You know how it is, ladies, right? When you're wrestling with little kids. Well, he was about to lose it and he's like, I know, I know. And he starts getting restless and he starts, of course, it's a moment of like consecration and he starts yelling, I know it's Jesus. So my husband picks him up. Matt's running down the aisle and my three-year-old is yelling, it's really Jesus's body and blood out the door. I was mortified. I go to apologize to the priest after I'm praying. I'm like, oh God. I'm like, I'm so sorry, Father. Please forgive me. And he's like, no, are you kidding? You're a little guy. I need to apologize to you. That was the Holy Spirit. I've been praying, Lord, how can I teach my parishioners to know that it's truly you present in the Eucharist? So you may think that you're dealing with just a crazy wild toddler, but it could be the Holy Spirit working in and through him. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. AM 1160 The Quest provides Catholic content 24-7. While you'll only find us on your radio dial from dawn to dusk, you can listen live anywhere, anytime on thequestatlanta.com. Christopher Minutes, thoughts on making every day count. I'm Tony Rossi. Anyone who thinks there are signs of moral breakdown in our country and world might reflect on these words of deceased historian James Truslow Adams. He said, If there is to be a regeneration of the national character, it can come about only by the regeneration of each of us as individuals. It is not a matter of committees, machinery, and organization. It can only come about from subtle change in the heart of the individual man and woman. Adams had it right because the structures of our civilization are in constant need of renewal and reform. Only intelligent, dedicated, compassionate people, with God's help, can bring about the improvements our world so sorely needs. This message was brought to you by the Christophers. Thanks for listening, and remember that it's better to light one candle than to curse the darkness. This is Deacon Rick Medina of All Saints Parish, also Executive Director of Catholic World Mission. Thank you for listening to AM 1160 The Quest, home of listener-supported Atlanta Catholic Radio. Welcome back to AM 1160, the Quest Atlanta Family Strong Spirit Drive, as we're continuing to have great conversations with leaders in Catholic media, people who are doing amazing things for the church locally, people who are truly trying to live out the gospel here in the metro Atlanta area. We'd love to hear from you, 470-508-1160. That's the number that you want to call right now to become a part of our donor family here at the Quest. Again, 470 470- 
508-1160 to give us a call. And now what we would love is to have another founder this this hour. Founders can donate $100 a month or more for three years and make the purchase of this station possible. You can do, do this in a lump sum or you can have it divided annually. And time is running out to become a founder as we will close out the program to become a founder in October as we celebrate our first anniversary of the station purchase. So Steph just came in. Hey, Steph. She's one of our volunteers here at the Quest, and you look like you have an interesting note in front of you that you might want to share. Yes, this is a great story. It's time to ring the bell, guys. Uh, we have an anonymous donor who just became a founder. Uh, she says she loves the station. She's been listening for about six months. It's changed her life, she said. Wow. She said, I thought I was Catholic. But now that I'm listening to the quest, now I really am Catholic. Oh, that's that's <laughs> phenomenal. That that's a great story. Thank you so much for that. We have another bell ring. Thank you. Thank you, Anonymous. And thank you to all of you who are calling in and helping us to continue to raise the funds to continue this important work in the metro Atlanta area, as well as online at thequestatlanta.com. The phone number again, 470-508-1160. As we're joined in studio by Beth Weltick from St. Bridget and the founder of Walking With Purpose at walkingwithpurpose.com, Lisa Brennickmeyer. Lisa, tell us a little bit about the different Bible studies that you have for young adults as well as middle schoolers. Sure. So we um, we have adapted our women's studies for young adults, um, and so that's a different series. And there are two series each that have three Bible studies in them. And one is um, based on our Opening Your Heart Bible study. So that's the foundational study. That's when... You really want to fill in the holes of your understanding of what does it mean to follow Christ and what does it mean to be loved by Him. And then we have a second series, which is based on the Bible study, Keeping in Balance, which is basically looking at all the aspects of our lives that can really get out of whack and how can we really bring them into the place that God wants them to be in our lives. And so there's a lot of practical wisdom about just living out our faith and keeping in balance. And so three Bible studies for young adults under each one of those headings, each one of those series. And then um, something really fun that we've developed for middle school girls is completely fresh and new material. And where that started was my daughter at the time, our our fifth child, Jane, was um, a sixth grader rising into seventh. And she came to me one day and said, Mom, why is it that you do all these things for women your age and you don't do anything for girls my age? And I said to her, well, I think it's probably because girls your age don't want to hear from your mother. (laughs) And she just looked at me and said, you've never even tried. Hmm. I'm like, okay. So I said, well, Jane, if you will do this with me, then I will do something for the girls in your school. And so Jane and I spent that summer really deep diving into all of the faulty messages that the culture are sending middle school girls. And it's really a critical time. Research shows us that the two times in our life that we are most likely to experience conversion and to commit our lives to Christ is when we are 12 and when we're in college. And so this is a really critical time for us to engage our, our daughters Um, with material that's relevant to them, you know, something that says, you know, God has something to say about your life that is not boring, that has to do with the challenges that you are facing at school. And so 
I developed the program along with Jane and based it on 20 lies that young girls receive from the culture, and then we counter it with the truth of Scripture. And it's a really fun um, fun program in that there are icebreakers at the beginning, there's the content of the lesson, which is fast-moving, and then there's always a take-home gift that corresponds to the lesson, because the girls really love their bling. And what they take home also is a, is a tangible, physical reminder of the lesson that they've learned. And um, we've just seen a tremendous impact from this age group in terms of self-esteem, body image, understanding God's love for them in a different way, and then practically learning how to love each other better. You know, I I would have thought maybe starting at this age they wanted advice about boys or whatever, but that is not at all what I have found. They want to know how to be better friends, how to choose their friends more wisely, and so we get into that issue as well, really meeting them with practical tools um, and scriptural principles that, that help. I love the fact that you're doing that kind of thing. Having I have four boys, and my youngest uh, child is a daughter, and she's 10, and trying to find how do I get her involved, and how do I help her to foster her faith? And so she's not too far away from being able to take advantage of something like this. So Absolutely. Is the expectation that that would be done uh, led from a parish, or is that also like the other adult Bible studies, which is, it might be a small group or even individually led? Oh, that's such a good question. Yeah, it's very adaptable. It can be used in a number of different ways. So the way I piloted it was in the school. So in the Catholic school, during lunchtime, um, I said, I don't want this to be an extracurricular activity because the girls who most need it will opt out, plus I'll lose all the sporty girls. You know, so I said, if you'll just give me lunch once a week, um, I'll see what I can do with this age group. And so that's how the, the program was developed. But you could also use it gathering a group of girls in your home on Saturday morning or someday after school. And you could incorporate it into a CCD program where it was you know, something that was augmenting what you're doing. Um, but I also developed it so that you can just use it one-on-one with your daughter or one-on-one with those, just any girl that you are discipling. And um, it works that way. We, we have a core program, which is the curriculum, you know, the, the actual lessons, and then a kit. And it's one kit per girl, which has all of those take-home gifts in it. And then in addition, I wrote a mother-daughter devotional, which is something that can be used um, for a mother and a daughter just to read something at night, where I basically took the curriculum and I put it in, um, I changed the language so it's just coming right out of a mom's heart to her daughters and something she could read to her at night. And then there's a journaling component where there's a question pitched and the daughter can journal her answer and put it on her mom's bed. And then her mom can journal hers and put it on her daughter's bed. And it's really what what it's doing, what the whole program is doing, but certainly that mother-daughter devotional, which is called Between You and Me, does, is it helps a mom to enter into these conversations that they know they need to be having with their daughters in these middle school years, but they don't know how to bring it up. And it gives them the words, and it springboards them, I pray, into deeper conversation around these things, and it lets their daughters know, these are safe topics. I want you to come to me about these things. I don't want you coming with your questions to the internet, because there's a lot of people out there that are willing to give our daughters answers to their questions, and we need to take the initiative to enter into those subject matters and start the conversation, and these resources really help them to do that, either one-on-one, in a small group, or in a, in a larger group setting. Lisa, I uh, as you were talking, I, I just copied the URL to the Between You and Me Mother-Daughter Conversations, and I texted mm. that to my wife. 
So I've been hearing this. I'm going, oh, we need this in our house really badly because yeah. we're going to be needing that. And just the idea, I mean, right now, you know, our daughter loves as much time as she can get with my wife. She loves having that mom, mom and daughter time and something like this. Just it, what a gift that would be to start those kinds of conversations earlier. And sometimes, Absolutely. you know, parents don't know how to lead those kinds of conversations. Mm-hmm. And so to have a guide to be able to lead uh, a mom and, and daughter through that, that's a wonderful gift. And so that one's called Between You, excuse me, Between You and Me, which is available from walkingwithpurpose.com. That's very exciting. Tell, tell me a little bit about also you have another event coming up next year, your, your mm. florist conference. Oh, my gosh. I am so excited about this. So we have been doing a leaders conference for a number of years, and we also do events called Walking with Purpose Live where we come to certain areas and, you know, we do kind of a, a day event, like a half day. But we have never opened the doors to all women and said, come, you belong here. And that's what we're doing. And so we are expecting to sell out. We are, we're really primed for, for a really high number of women to come. And this is going to be a gathering where you bring your girlfriends who know Christ and the ones who do not. Like, we really have our eye on the women that aren't quite ready to come to Bible study. And, you know, mothers who have daughters that are, you know, 18 and up, and they're really feeling like their daughters are losing their faith, and they're desperate for someone to speak into their daughters' lives in a way that's relevant, that pulls them back, and um, pulls them back to the church. And so we're developing content and programming that is really going to meet people where they are, with the core questions that we all wrestle with, with the desires that we all have, and we are starting with the person who's the furthest out spiritually, and we are going to connect with her, and our desire is that by the end of that weekend, she will have encountered Christ. We've got a great lineup. We've got Father Dave Pavanka, who's um, one of our chaplains. He will be there. We have Sister Miriam Heidland. She's going to be speaking. I'm going to be speaking, and our chaplains are going to be there as well. And I wanted to mention one of our chaplains is Father John Ricardo. I just came back from two days with him um, <laughs> this week in Detroit. So when he was the spot that was highlighted, I'm like, oh, yes, please, everyone, go and listen to listen to his teaching. He's, he's just a gem. He'll be at the Flourish Conference as well. So we've got um, a phenomenal team lined up to greet you and give you a taste of Christ's love that's just palpable, that you just feel from the minute you walk in, and then we're going to be delivering really great, relevant content that counters all of the garbage that is fed to us on a daily basis about our purpose, about who we are, and about how we can go about finding happiness. And what the world tells us, how the world answers those critical questions, does not lead us to the good life that we were created for. And so we're going to chart a different path and let people know what is the better way. You were made for more, and what is that more? And, um, yeah, we are all, that's just something our whole staff is just focused on, excited about, and expecting really a a big movement of the Holy Spirit at that event. So that's going to be in March, March 13th through the 15th, 2020, in um, Cambridge, Maryland. It's called Flourish. And if you go to our website, um, Pretty soon now, the registration is going to open. It's going to open up on October 1st, and so um, you can find out more and sign up. It's, it's going to sell out quickly, so if you're interested in that, um, I would really encourage you to be paying attention on the 1st and, and getting that registration in, because women are welcome from all over the country. We've got women coming internationally and um, from all backgrounds. You know, you don't need to be Catholic. You don't need to be buttoned up yet. This is a place where you're going to encounter Christ, and He will meet you where you are. So I really want to encourage our listeners to think about that and to think about who they might want to invite. 
Lisa Brennickmeyer, as well as Beth Weltick from walkingwithpurpose.com. Thank you both for being here on The Quest today. You're welcome. Our pleasure. It's an honor. Thank you. And we're going to continue with our AM 1160, The Quest Atlanta Family Strong Spirit Drive. And we continue to need your assistance at 470-508-1160 as we are trying to continue this mission of sharing great stories like this, to share great ministries that are changing lives, lives like yours and those of your family. If you want to help us out, and we hope that you will, we need you to give us a call right now at 470-508-1160. Again, that's 470-508-1160. Later on today, we're going to be continuing with this incredible fun drive the spirit drive for fall 2019 more guests later on sister Catherine marie's going to be here from our lady perpetual help home father henry adam from saint george church we have a surprise guest in store for you later on and so much more stick around you're listening to the quest am 1160 as we continue the quest atlanta family strong spirit drive on am 1160